When was the last time we did one? Really ages ago. September 28th, yeah, it's bad. October, November. Okay, so oh, not two months has gone by then, but almost <laughs> a month and a half. Fortnightly podcast. Welcome to episode 16 of the Creative Coding Podcast with me, Seb Lee Delisle. Me, Ian Lobb. Yeah, this is, this is a test of the emergency broadcast system. Do not adjust your sets. You're sounding, I think we're both sounding a little bit um, like perhaps under the weather. I'm really ropey. I'm very, I've got some kind of cold or something. Well, oh. yeah, I'm leaking like a tap out of my nose and it's horrid. Oh, what a rather charming image you've just portrayed for yeah. us. That's how I roll. And and also this is like we're recording this pretty late too. It's like yeah. ten o'clock on a Sunday night. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, I think this is gonna be the new time to record though, because I just never have time during office hours like I used to. Really? No. But I thought you were an indie developer now. You can manage I am, your... but it makes me more busy in the day. Ah. Well I have like childcare duties and things as well in the day. Like I see. I take my son to school and stuff and then I actually have to work really hard on my games and things. And, you know, some days I'm not here because I'm teaching and stuff like that. So. I see. Are you done with the excuses now? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Delisle. It, it won't happen again. What about your excuses then? You haven't even been in the country in the last time. I haven't. No, it's been pretty hectic time, to be honest. It's um, Yeah, since our last podcast, which was ages ago, I just realised... It's because I've been, oh man, what have I done since then? I can't even remember. So much has happened since then. I went on the American tour. I was in Amsterdam, the Frontiers Conference. Then I came back, went to Manchester, do some training at the BBC and then went straight to Sweden last week. So yeah, kind of hectic. Loads of workshops and loads of conferences and stuff. And it was all fine until um, last week in Sweden when I got this cold. Well, I was all right until yesterday. Yeah. It's one of those things, though, where I don't know if you've ever had this, where it's like you're fine, and then you just sit down on the sofa and you feel like a nap, like in the afternoon. <laughs> and then when you wake up about two hours later, you're just dog sick. <laughs> it was that one. It's just like fine, fine, fine. And then you just wake up and it's just like, oh, my God, what has happened to me? So we're, we're finally recording a, a podcast, but there's so much to talk about, isn't there? Yes, there's been certain events that have meant, yeah, it's like we better get it recorded right now. So, so much going on. And and it even goes right back to Max, right? Adobe Max. Like, is there even worth talking about Max anymore? Well, I, I don't think <laughs> that was it just is. The, that was just the, the ramblings of a deranged man. <laughs> Yeah. If you just think like every session on Flex at Max was a lie, basically. I don't know if there were any, but I imagine there were. Um, yeah, I think I think that's a really good point. You know, I mean, I guess the first clue was that Flash didn't really get any mentions in the yeah. in the keynotes. Well, should we it? summarize the bombshells? Yes, we'll 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 summarize the bombshells. Yes. Okay, so, so when so. was it? Was it Monday? Yeah, I'd go with something I like Monday. I think it was Monday. There, basically, I started to to hear. Um, mutterings that Adobe staff were being laid off. Um, you know, it's it's become almost an annual tradition now, hasn't it, Adobe? Yeah. The sort of annual culling of staff. Yeah. Um, but this time it seemed pretty serious. And as as the picture unfolded, it seems I think it was about ten percent of the staff, right? Which is that's in their entire company, which must yeah. which is insane for a huge company. That must be that must feel really brutal. 
And you'd think, right, I mean, that can't be. But then I think wasn't last year something close to 10% as well. I have no idea. I don't know. I don't it's, there's the been, I think most of the layoffs have been but anyway, kind of Anyway, who cares that. about people's jobs and livelihoods? <laughs> We're only interested in technology on the Creative Coding <laughs> Podcast. So uh, the, I guess the first bit of news to come out was to do with the mobile Flash player. Yeah. And basically they said they weren't going to continue development after the current set of handsets on version 11.1. Yeah. So basically, if you've got a handset now that runs Flash Mobile Player in the browser, you're fine. If you don't, you won't be getting one, <laughs> I guess, Yeah. in the future. Well, um, although that's not strictly true. We'll, we'll come to that in a minute. But let's just basically, we should give their reasons, right? Which was that, you know, actually, it's really, really hard to make plugins for mobile browsers. And of course, I well, I don't think that's I don't what think they that say. Was, well, what I understood their reason was, was basically... Because, well, as it transpires, the stuff, the existing Flash content doesn't just work on mobile phones yeah. because of they're not powerful enough, the screens are too small, et cetera, et cetera. Because, I mean, when you talk about every, pretty much every Flash developer makes stuff that maxes the CPU, yeah, right? It's like, you know, that's how you decide when to stop adding stuff is when the <laughs> CPU is red, right? It's so true. That, and that's on a dual-core laptop, say. And then to go down to, like arm chips or whatever smartphones run on i've got no idea but yeah so that that's definitely you know i think that's that's probably the real reason you know yeah. is that and there's there's screen size issues as well and there's uh yeah. uh issues of interaction not as bad as steve jobs made them out but they are there probably yeah and and also um i think they, their point about different hardware you know it's not just a question of plugging into an existing browser's architecture it's a question apparently of getting it to work on all hardware actually i don't quite buy that really um, I, I think that makes sense because it's, yeah. they had to support multiple platforms i.e android and blackberry hmm. right and yeah then on multiple different handset vendors so for android there was like they had to work with with google and with you know samsung or and whoever htc yeah that's that's what they said wasn't it but i mean surely if it worked I mean, like, if you write a native app for Android, you don't have to write it for all the different handsets, do you? No, Just... you, oh, you do. Yeah, you do. I mean, it's the same SDK, the same code. You might have to optimize for different screen resolutions and stuff, but essentially you don't have to write a new version of your app for every single handset. But you have to test it on every handset, so it's the same. Yeah. And you have to write specific code for each one. Mm. Yes, anyway, so, um, but they did say that the, the mobile, because I think at the moment a lot of mobile phones um manufacturers are actually building the flash player or at least funding it themselves right with the open screen project i think that that, that was the case for sure rim rim is that how you say it or rim i think it's rim just blackberry anyway um yeah said that's, <laughs> that's what everyone calls it anyway if you say rim no one knows what you're talking about um blackberry they um are saying that they're going to soldier on with it are they for the playbook at least yeah hmm because I think it runs the operating system on the playbook, doesn't it? Pretty much, yeah. The whole front end is is based in Air. So, um, yeah, that's the mobile thing, I guess. And then, yeah. uh, you oh, but know, then I said, what? I mean, what some people missed, you know, in their glee, <laughs> the kind of downfall of Flash was um, that Air for mobile is still, you know, go no change of plan there at all, still going strong and uh -huh. so such as it is. Yeah, worth noting. But anyway. <laughs> Yes, you might not say it's going strong, but whatever. They're not currently <laughs> funding for it, as far as I know. So yeah. then, bombshell the the second was 
Let's just get this in the right order. Okay, Bombshell the second was, and the rumour was, Adobe have sacked uh, or laid off the entire Flash team in America that do the Flash CS6 and moved it to India mm-hmm. or some or some variation of that theme. Yeah. And that has been denied by Mike Chambers from Adobe. He said that, yes, they have laid off part of the Flash team and moved some people to other tools, which I guess would be things like Edge. Yeah. But Flash CS6 is still going great guns and there's nothing to worry about if you're a kind of Flash Creative Suite user. Yeah. I mean, I sort of... (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to get too caught up in this minor detail, but as I did on Twitter last week... (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's really dangerous for that it's really easy it's so easy to just fire off a tweet and then like not think about yeah. for getting caught up into the minutiae i know but you know i think mike's actual wording was pretty open to interpretation and when when i kind of asked him for clarification he started suggesting that i had something against moving software development teams to india um which i mean i think essentially i do right yeah <laughs> i do i don't really think anyone moves their development team to india um to get a better product they do it to save money yeah right? but i mean he, and you know he came out with a spurious comeback which is like would you have what would it make a difference if you, they were moved to germany or something and it's like yes of course it would well my point was that any programming team that isn't in the same room as the people that are running it is you know, it's inefficient and and problems happen. And, and I even heard, in fact, I probably shouldn't say this, but I heard about a particular Flash player team, you know, one of these various uh, devices that I'm not going to mention, but it was a specific um, Flash player. In fact, it was an Air team right. specifically tied to a single device. And they were based in India and they just did something really, they just switched something off. They took a decision to switch something off without telling the people who made the device and it just broke everything. So that's just like one example of where those kind of communication problems can happen. So the thing is, though, there, there is a thing with moving things to India specifically where it's obviously done to save money. Not that there aren't talented engineers in India and stuff. It's yeah. nothing to do with that. Yeah. But it's just like everyone knows that the cost of developing software in India is less. Mm. So if you are moving your software to India, it's probably because you want to invest less in it yeah but as far as as far as mike chambers says and i believe him um this isn't true basically it's like it's part of the team was already in india they're still in india and you know the engineers that were still in america are still in america so well i what he actually said and he wouldn't he did not clear, care to clarify any further what he actually said was that the core team including management and engineering members continue and will will continue to be based in san francisco so right engineering members it could be like two guys right <laughs> no that sound, that means the the engineers of that product the core team yeah the core team and the people that develop the product i don't know all that anyway it doesn't matter really who implements it it's who comes yeah. up with what's going in it it's important anyway yeah see that i'm getting all caught up in the details you again. know because right. for example in in flash uh-huh. still yeah if you sort a list of files in the library, if you sort it alphabetically, right? Yeah. It it puts the numbers in a weird order. Yeah. Right? Because no one's programmed doing it the human way. Yeah, right. Still. I see. And no one's noticed, right? So it goes it goes like instead of going one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, it goes one, eleven, yeah. two, twenty twenty one. <laughs> right. It's like you know what I mean? It's yeah. just in this random Are order. Are we moving and... on to like the minute things that you off about flash no but it's just like it's things like that yeah yeah suggest to me there's a lack of care 
Yeah, there's a lack of care, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's not going to be improved. Yeah. For what it's heart is a classic bit of software. It's one of the great bits of software of all time, I would argue, in terms of like the simplicity of a timeline, vector timeline animation thing. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's one of the all-time classic bits of software, and that's why I don't believe that that bit of software is going anywhere. I think that'll still be around in like 20 years. Yeah, I've got some interesting thoughts you on, know, on whatever that. Whatever you say about the Flash platform, it's yeah. like loads of loads of the people who are doing iPhone games and stuff are still making the art in Flash. Yeah. You know, because it's a convenient way of... And I know there's other things like Toon Boom now, but it is a convenient way of doing animations, basically simple animations. I think that it's, you know, it started off as a really good animation tool... Swift format is entirely designed to be a, a, a lightweight vector animation format. And I think those two things we still really need, you know? Sure. I thought that, like, SVG has got vector animation covered or not. Well, it you know, it does, but it's not, you know, it's not as lightweight as the Swift format, put it that way, especially if you want to do... And, that, and unlike Swift, there's no sort of built-in method of doing sort of frame animation. There's ways to do sort of tweens and stuff, but it's not really the same sort of handcrafted stop frame animation that, um, that we like. But anyway, let's, let's move on to... We'll do a recap first, and then maybe we can talk about some of these in more detail, right? Okay. So what was the final thing? Bombshell the third, basically, <laughs> was that uh, Adobe have open-sourced are going to open source flex flex framework yeah and basically hand it over to the community still have a couple of guys on it as far as i know but otherwise kind of generally wind down what you know their development of that framework and and have they said explicitly that they want to get out of that sort of enterprise market now i think so because i think they've also kind of said we're also not going to um promote life cycle and uh their other thing yeah so I really think that they're, they're not interested in that space anymore. Yeah. Basically, yeah. they've kind of had a kind of what are we about type, you know, state of the union type meeting, right? The, the head honchos. Yeah. And they've gone, what's this enterprise stuff? Let's just go mm. get rid of that. Yes. So, I mean, I actually think that these decisions are probably the right decisions, right? Well, I think any one of these decisions, you wouldn't even question it had it all not come at once i mean other people have talked about the pr disaster and absolutely right like mm. they couldn't have announced this stuff in a worse way yeah i mean that that's the main thing isn't it it was like the slow trickle of information where yeah. each day it gets worse and worse it's like yeah and also the people at adobe involved didn't actually know either right <laughs> yeah you mean people like evangelists and stuff. yeah, yeah. or at least the people on those teams wouldn't have known like the flash pro team wouldn't have known that However, X percent of their team were getting axed. Well, absolutely. No, they'd be the last ones to know because obviously... So there's two things here. There's the first thing, which was like the stuff at Max, which just made them all look really stupid, right? If there, there's that? loads of people there going, yeah, flex, uh, flex, particularly flex on air, right? <laughs> flex on mobile. I don't know. I, didn't, I don't really pay attention to Max too much. Yeah, no. me neither. But <laughs> So there's I, all I'll that. I'll see if I can find... You carry on talking. I'm going to see if I can find the session thing from Mac so that we can have a laugh at the things that they try to promote <laughs> yeah that'd be fun yeah so um there's that and there's and then there's also the fact that you know they have literally done a complete u-turn on flash player for mobile right which actually I'm really glad about right because it clearly doesn't work but again it just kind of makes them look it's a bit makes them because they're just they've gone so completely the opposite direction from what they've been banging on about over the last <sighs> Well, I don't know, five I years probably. Think, the thing is, though, you know, I think they tried it 
it didn't work. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What you know, when they when they probably first came up with the idea it was probably like two years ago or something. Where was like the canvas tag two years ago? Who'd even heard of it? Mm. So, you know, it's like it's you true. just it's not even you can't really do you see what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, I do. People, no one no one saw HTML five coming at all in yeah. the way that it has and that Microsoft would get behind it and you know, this is completely new territory. It was for, very sudden, wasn't it? Yeah, it's like suddenly like browsers are exciting and they're all in they're all in this race to implement these cool features. It's just like, you know, it's unbelievable. <laughs> so, um I think we should invite Stacy into our chat. Please do. So, Stacy Mulcahy, better known as Bitchy Codes, has very kindly agreed to join us today. Okay, I'm going to try and add her. Let's see what happens. Stacy. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to our little podcast. <laughs> what's up i never know how to how to respond to the term what's up i usually all i usually have is nothing <laughs> what are you looking at yeah <laughs> but, um, welcome stacy to the creative coding podcast yay <laughs> how are you doing good how are you good have you met ian before yep yep okay Yep, flash on the beach. We can thank for that meeting of minds. <laughs> yeah. Meeting of minds. I don't know why that makes me giggle. <laughs> cool. So, um, <laughs> how are you coping with the devastating news, anyway, Stacey? I don't. I don't. What am I supposed to be coping with? <laughs> We've basically just had a recap of of everything that's happened this week, and mm. we're just getting to the analytical stage of this oh. of this oh. recording. Oh, good Lord. You've joined us just at the perfect time, Stacey. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's been a weird week, eh? Been a bit That's weird. Like, yeah, it's it's really interesting to see how <laughs> various, I don't know, there's various camps and it's really, really weird is all I can say. And it's, I understand everything that everyone's going through, but people really do handle stuff differently. Oh, you know, it's been really, you know, I should probably shouldn't say this, but there's been... There has been a couple of complete meltdowns on Twitter. It's oh really, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they've been amazing uh, to to watch. If, if if you can you name any names, I'm 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 not willing to. Well, maybe what, maybe after on. you. What about Joe well, Flash? Do you know who Joe Flash is? Oh yeah, I was in it. Oh man, so um so I opened up one of those tiny chats when they were having those tiny chats that one day. Oh yeah, I didn't and, have that. So I guess I should start by saying, like, as a disclaimer, I realize that a lot of jobs are going to be lost. I realize that a lot of clients are going away. I realize that, you know, it's bad PR and all that stuff. I'm not trying to be um, not sensitive to those items. But man, just the way that some people like handle it. I, I entered in one of those tiny chats and, you know, of course, I wasn't bit you codes. I was like, who the is bit you codes so you know oh, oh, oh we're not no. allowed to swear on this podcast by the way oh oopsie so you're gonna have to edit that one that's out fine, aren't you <laughs> um, it's more so, work for me that's all <laughs> i'll keep doing it then <laughs> <laughs> so so anyways i'm i'm just kind of like you know sitting around listening to what people are saying and i had it on and was doing other stuff and just trying to take in you know, like some, some people are really well informed and have, you know, really good ideas. And, you know, some people are just really upset. And it got to the point, you know, so he saw me, Joe Flash or whatever, saw me in the room and he's like, oh, you know, is that Stacy? Do you want to say something? And I was like, well, I don't think that you guys are going to like what I have to say. And, you know, he's like, no, no, just say it. So it's like basically got on camera and I was like, listen, like if you haven't seen any of this coming, 
you know, at all in the last however long, then you've had your heads up your asses. Like the writing's been on the wall. And unfortunately, you know, Adobe's been behind the step for a lot of things. You know, suddenly they decided that Flash was good for gaming. And yet, you know, people have known that for years you know, stuff like that. And I said, you know, like, I, I feel really, really bad, but, you know, it's kind of been there. Like, so I don't know what to say to you guys. Like, it's not a bad thing to go and pick up new skills. It's going to benefit what you're doing. And and it's not completely dead the way that you see it. Um, it's just that it feels like, you know, this is bigger than what it is almost because some people are dealing with, you know, client situations where, you know, contracts are being canceled and, and those kind of things. And, you know, fortunately, I don't have to deal with that. But yeah, I, I wasn't, I don't know, I was just kind of like, you know, carry on, like, just move on. And, you know, that's, I mean, to me, that's what technology is, no, like, you just pick up what you need to do to what you're doing. And a lot of us get really attached to something that we like to use. And yeah. that really makes sense, because you're, you enjoy it, you're good at it, you know, it has all these features that you like, whatever it may be, um, you're efficient, you know, efficiency always equals dollars, usually. Yeah. And I, I get all that stuff, for sure. But you know, things are kind of changing. And it's, I don't know, I've been, you know, doing a bunch of different stuff in the last six months. And as much as I hate some of it, and sometimes I feel like it's a step backwards. Um, at least I feel like my my brain's still engaged. So, yeah. you know, I, mean, I, I don't know. I found it a bit frustrating, because, you know, I, I was, of course, very careful. I, I did feel that I didn't want to sort of dance around going, oh, I told you so. And in fact, some people would <laughs> react to whatever I said in that way. You know, some yeah. people maybe obliquely accused me of being gleeful, you know, about what was happening. And that couldn't be further from the truth because, you know, I've, I've been quite frustrated because I've, try, I've been trying to get this message across for quite a long time now. And, you know, and I've been greeted often with animosity. <laughs> and then, yeah, and now yeah. these same people are like accusing me of jumping on Flash's grave or something or being so smug about it. And it's like, well, I can't really win here. <laughs> I I'm, don't certainly, really... I'm certainly not about to start like um, blatantly promoting my JavaScript courses. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like some people have. Yeah, well, that was hilarious though, Nick. <laughs> what what was it? What happened? I don't know. Oh. Fill me in. No, it's just our friend uh, Nick Q. Is it yeah. Nick Q? I can never say his last name. But anyway, yeah, he was just tweeting like, "Hey, by the way, I'm running this iPhone development course. Oh. Come along." <laughs> he did specifically say for any Flash developers, right? Yeah, but I think that's fine. I mean, that's why not? It's like you got to do something. But anyway, it is I, fine. I think... I'd feel a bit uncomfortable doing that. But of course, maybe I, I sort of also at the same time I'm thinking. I really should get my next batch of courses together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. True. I mean, the thing is, who cares about all of this Twitter stuff and stuff? That's just silly. Yeah, it's just pure silliness. I think the real thing is like, how dead is Flash? I think that's the question that people will want to know the answer to. Uh huh. Well, I think from a PR point of view, it's pretty destroyed, isn't it? You know, irrespective <laughs> of actually what its it, its its legitimate use cases are. Well, I mean, I think it's also hard because, you know, they sit there and they're like, okay, we're killing the mobile and we're doing this and we're doing that. And then for a lot of people where that PR message kind of wrecked havoc was, you know, um, 
enterprise or big level corporations killing gigs because they hear the flash is dead and they have no idea what error is. Yeah. And so it's, it's a fact that it's not just a flash player, but that, you know, that more, I guess, um, focus has been put on error, if you want to say that, and no one really understands what it is either or its capabilities. So it's, it's a, it's almost like a can't win situation. Uh, Stacey, have you worked much in that enterprise arena? Uh, I've done a couple apps. Um, yeah, I would say I've done two in Flex and uh, long before Flex came, like right before one, 1. 1.5 was released to beta, we did a whole um, uh, enterprise level app in Flash for um, uh, like a investor data company actually out of New York. And yeah. that was a crazy app. Yeah, it was kind of like merging companies and doing scenarios like that. Yeah. So we, yeah, so a little bit, not, I wouldn't say I'm an expert by any means. Enterprise is never an area that I really was wanted Flash to be in. <laughs> you know? No, I mean um, it's yeah. specifically out of the remit of our show as well, isn't it? Yeah, and very and, intentionally. And, and it's like I'm sort of not, I, you know. In fact, I was chatting to Jesse Freeman earlier, you know, and he just wrote a pretty hilarious rant on his, <laughs> on his blog. Sorry, can I just say his was the most over the top, melodramatic, ridiculous thing I've ever read. Yeah, but it was, it, but it was quite true though as well, wasn't it? There was a lot of truth to it, although it was written in a very emotional way. Parts of it were true, definitely. Yeah, probably the stuff about flex and stuff. But I mean, the stuff he was saying about games, he's he's very wide of the mark. I, I'm not so okay. So yeah, but the thing is, right? The, the thing is, the, my problem as well is this, right? It's people. It suits the narrative now to say that Flash is completely dead and ignore the areas where it's not. Uh-huh. And so, you know, the tendency is to just go, oh, if it's dead in this area, it must also be dead in this area, etc. Mm. But it's like, well, you know, Zynga is about to float on the stock exchange for a billion dollars. Yeah. Uh, like 99% of their games are powered by Flash. Yeah. So you can't, there's no argument that Flash is dead or dying, like in terms of games. No, I mean, I guess the question that I'm asking, and I think this is what Jesse brought up, is that, or at least this is how I interpreted his rather um, crazy <laughs> tangential ranting. <laughs> you know, you got you got to admire the guy, but he does he does kind of. Have, you can just see how his brain works, right? They're just all <laughs> these crazy neurons firing off in every direction. <laughs> but um, I think what he said was that. You know, I think a lot of casual gaming is moving to mobile devices. And if you want to have a, a richer 3D experience, then you'll probably use your console. And and so I guess what... Yeah, but the thing is that one thing he doesn't mention at all is what about PC and Mac games, which are, it was a huge growing market. Really? Know, they're having a, yeah, absolutely. Like PC games are having a massive resurgence with things like Steam. Yeah. Um, things like the Humble Indie Bundle and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, like minecraft stuff like that it's like pc games have never been more kind of cool and there's that website rock paper shotgun which is like kind of <laughs> everyone's favorite um gaming website at the moment and that is you know specifically deals only with pc games yeah so, i mean he's just completely ignored that whole area it's like it's not an either or thing people yeah. play games on their phone and they play them on their console and they play yeah. them on their pc and they play them in the browser it's not like yeah totally go, oh, so, I mean, I guess that I think we're still going to see those games, right, on the web for a while. But I I personally don't think that Stage 3D is going to have a very big impact on that. I think it's probably just going to enable probably a few slightly more graphically advanced games, right? But I still think it's going to be pretty much same sort of games, same sort of market. 
I don't think it's going to revolutionise anything. No, and, I never and then thought of course, that it, I like, never thought that it was. That, yeah, yeah, I, which is fine. It's obvious that no, you know, most of people who most of the teams who make flash games are like one or two people, and they yeah. don't have the budget to like make these huge three D games, and they wouldn't want to even if they could. Yeah, which which I love. You know, I love the fact that a couple of guys can make a game. But I think it's going to get to this stage, right, where you you know, especially when there's like. You know, what what happens when WebGL is implemented on iOS? You know, and I think that's a pretty high likelihood that that will happen. Mm. Of course, I can't say for certain, but I wouldn't be surprised sure. if it was in the next update of iOS. So then, like, you, if you do something in WebGL, then it will work on all the browsers except Internet Explorer, but it will work <laughs> on iOS, right? Yeah. yeah. But then you do it in Flash Stage 3D and it will work on all the browsers including IE, but it won't work on iOS. I think that's going to be quite a difficult decision at that point, right? I think a yeah. lot of it also comes down to distribution as well, though, no? Like, depending on, you know, if you're building a game and it's just a casual game and depends on how you want someone to consume it. If you're looking mm. to distribute it through an app store, if you're looking, you know, just to go through a portal route, I think the distribution counts too in parts of those decisions, no? Yeah, of course it does. Yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely. I mean, that's the whole thing with doing, say, games like, if you did a, a web, just say WebGL was on the iPhone, would mm. you? Be, why would you make a, a 3D game for the iPhone yeah. and give it away when you could sell it in the app store? It's like, sure. Yeah. I think that remains to be seen. How, I mean, I guess that's the whole argument that, you know, a year and a half ago, loads of Flash people were all saying that Steve Jobs didn't want Flash on the iPhone because it would affect the app market. <laughs> yeah. But I, I mean, that's just saying, I think that sounds just, ludicrous now. The more yeah, you think about it does, it. Of doesn't course, it? it wasn't that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even Adobe agree that's not true at this point. <laughs> I guess that's the whole thing with, with Flash Mobile as well, is that, you know, you because you had to specially optimize to get it to work, Yeah, it made it, it kind of defeated the object of it because it's like by the time you're going to some special thing, you might yeah. as well make a native app and you're not even hitting iPhone with with it anyway. So Yeah, it was certainly one of those like, you know, that whole message that they had a couple of years ago, which always just drove me nuts, was like the write once, run everywhere kind of thing. And it's like, mm. sure, you can write once and run everywhere if you want like a moderately OK experience, yeah. you know, <laughs> like but if you're trying to actually create exceptional experiences, which I think most people are trying to do, then really does that work? I think that's a myth, isn't it? I mean, It'd be a nice ideal that we might get to one day, but I think it's a long way away. But isn't, I mean, isn't that what HTML is supposed to be? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well in some it ways it is, anyway. it's more, you know, it's more successful in a lot of ways than, you know, than the air runtime for that, I think. What is? Particularly if it's simple stuff. HTML. And I guess that's why Adobe bought Nitobi mm. <laughs> and PhoneGap. PhoneGap, yeah. I mean, you still have the same kind of issues when you're running into, you know, doing the same kind of stuff with JavaScript as, you know, different browsers and speed and performance and those kind of things as well. Yeah. I mean, especially especially once you get into the devices and you're trying to, you know, write something that looks good on the iPhone and then works on all versions of the iPad and then also works on, you know, the Zoom, oh, good Lord, or, you know, <laughs> anything else, right? And it's funny, like you laugh, but I mean, this is like a project I just came out of and it's it's one of those things where suddenly you're just like, wow, like, you start to see that, you know, you're dealing with the same thing, just, you know, kind of like a different pile. It's like you got to deal with performances and how they interpret things and things like that. And yeah. so the whole right once uh, run everywhere. Um, I think that's great if you're if you're creating an experience that's very um, not, you know, flat. 
And I think that's ideal if you're creating a flat experience that's not meant to be interacted with. If you're just consuming media, and when I say media, I don't mean video or audio, but, you yeah. know, like a newspaper site or something like that, I think that's totally doable. Yeah. But I think for anything else, once you start putting in an interaction layer that means a little bit more than resizing the browser, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, that's where you, you run the same issues. Sure. I mean, I guess it's something I wanted to talk to you guys about, actually, is, the, um, you know, we covered air a little bit. And um, now, of course, everyone's sort of talking about these native extensions. What do you guys think about those? Native extensions? So I, sh- I guess we should explain what they are, right? Go nuts. <laughs> so, I-, I mean, I don't really know how they work, to be honest, but I gather that you can kind of add stuff to Air for a specific uh, platform. So you could write a bit of Objective-C code that enabled access to some other low-level functionality of the iPhone and add it into the Air app somehow. Um, and then make those extensions available to everyone else. I mean, that's how that's how I see it. I'm sure I'd be corrected on it. But to me, it's, yeah, like creating functionality or extend, basically extending air to do what you want to do on that device and, you know, whatever that may be. So if you're trying to access something at a different level than, you know, using those, and that's that's how I see it. So I was always as powerful as I think it could potentially be for certain things. Yeah. Um, I was always a little confused because I was kind of like, so you're telling us to use Air because it's cross-platform, but then we have to go and write an extension that's tailored to a specific um, OS. So once again, that abstraction is no longer abstract. So what? Do you mean? But once again, like maybe I'm not the person this is tailored for, and and maybe I'm I'm getting it wrong, and maybe there is something where you abstract and it works across all the OSs. But I always kind of thought, well, if you're going to go and write something at the OS level, anyways, then why not just do it all native? <laughs> and that's where I agreed with Jesse when because yeah. he had a point along that line, and I was kind of like, yeah, I kind of agree with you on that on that way, but yeah. maybe I'm, uh, but maybe you know, frankly um, and humbly, maybe I'm just missing the point of them. Yeah. I mean, that seems to be my impression as well. What about you, Ian? Yeah, I'd go along with that. Yeah. Um, I mean, why use why use Air anyway? Yeah. You know, other than you're quite lazy. <laughs> basically, if you use Air, it's basically like saying, <laughs> I'm willing to take a massive performance hit because I don't want to learn something new. I mean, and, and I think to even get the best performance out of it, which might not be good enough still, you have to be quite an expert at Flash at that point, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're I, optimizing the yeah. hell out of everything and everything's blitted, even text and like, yeah. Mm. I would agree. I, I think that at that point you're trying to get any kind of performance you are. So you're doing all kinds of weird shit. Sorry. <laughs> weird <laughs> stuff <laughs> that you you wouldn't normally do. And so if you don't really know what you're doing, I mean, the chances of you just taking down someone's battery in no time is yeah. probably very, very likely. Yeah. Anything else about mobile stuff? Because there was something else I wanted to quickly cover. And that is, um, I hear that um, some of the sort of community team at Adobe have been affected, including one of our friends, right, Stacey? Yeah. Um, I don't, I mean, a lot of people have said various things and not all of it is completely true. So what, what I don't. What have they said? Well, some people are like, you know, the whole Flash um, authoring team was let go and, you know, yeah. things yeah, along those lines. That and, and that's not all necessarily true. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, obviously, we know a lot of community, um, uh, well, people as we see, like, part of the community team were let go. Yeah. Um, I, I do think that, I think what they said the last time I heard was that a lot of the authoring team, um, they are going to phase them. Well, it sounds horrible. I think that they, I mean, their jobs are in peril. They will lose their jobs, but they're, they've they kept them on until um, X number of time to put out the 
the last pieces of their roadmap right now. So really, um, yeah, the, uh, that's what I think Tebow was saying that. Yeah. So I think that uh, that means that some of the author. I could be wrong here totally, yeah. and if I am, well, I apologize. That's okay. But... We can report it as rumor. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think that it's. Uh, I think that some of the authoring team is there until April or 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 maybe a little bit later, and I think that's for just the rest of what they said they were going to achieve, and then. And then I think at that point, um, yeah, I think then their jobs are gone, but I could be wrong. So this is the Flash Pro authoring tool. I be- uh, I don't know if it's the authoring. I don't or know exactly Flash player, which. Are you talking yeah. about? I'm not sure which team it is. There's yeah. two. So I'm not sure if it's, um, I mean, because they keep saying they're committed to the authoring tool. So I'm not sure if it's the authoring or if it's um, the player itself. Mm. So I, yeah, I'm not, I, I've heard so many things now that I can't even follow what it is. It's kind of confusing, but, isn't and it? And what about things like Flash Catalyst? Is that just going to be completely <laughs> oh, fully torpedoed? <laughs> I mean, oh please, God. please give up on that. I, that I can't did... still be like dying a little slow, painful death, surely. Wait, I didn't even know it was born. <laughs> it really wasn't. It was still born, really. Wasn't I don't it? mean that in a in a bad way. I just mean like I never was that like an actual like purchasable. Like, could you buy that product? Yeah, it came. With I don't know. I heard loads it? about it. I heard like like you know. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure it was included Adobe in five point five. But really, if you just think about how much <laughs> money they put, wasted on things like that. It just yeah. seems so stupid now. It's ridiculous. Well, I mean, in, in in their fairness, like, or in their defense, listen to me, I'm so articulate, but it's like some of those things have really good ideas. Yeah. And they, but they always, it just, it always seems to be like once the execution of that idea is gone and all of a sudden they don't know who they're targeting anymore. Yeah. And, you know, like, and that's what happened to Catalyst, in my opinion, is that they had some really good ideas and had the potential to be a good tool. And then all of a sudden it became everything to everyone. And then so if everything is bold, nothing is emphasis. And so therefore it just didn't do anything towards the end, you know, and I tried, I used it at the beginning and then I tried using it at the end. And in both scenarios, it just, I know for me, it wasn't the tool for me or any kind of workflow that I would be working in. So, you know, I think what it started out and what it ended out was two very, very different things. Yeah. And that seems to be kind of, you know, part of the course for, quite a few things so i mean while we're on it i mean i do i should just kind of you know because i i'm a bit down on adobe quite a lot but i do really think that a lot of these decisions are the right decisions you know although probably they could have handled it better i mean what the thing is any one of these things you know each of these things say spread out over a year would have no you would hardly bat an eyelid it was like if it was just if it was just like, okay, we're not going to do Flash Play for mobile, you'd be like, yeah, okay, fair enough. And if it was like, okay, we're going to open source Flex, people are like, okay, interesting decision. <laughs> but it's the fact yeah. of doing it all at once at the same time as announcing 10% layoffs and going on about HTML5 in all of the press just seems like, yeah, we, you know, we don't give a stuff about Flash anymore. It's, it's binned. It's, it's, I mean, and you got to throw in the fact that Max just happened too, right? So yeah. there's there's confu- there's mixed messaging between um, what was said at Max or yeah I mean I've Max got or, I've got like you know. a Max schedule open here and there's sessions like uh, let's see um, what have we got unit testing action script and flex well that was a waste of time introduction to flex yeah I mean you shouldn't have bothered going to that. <laughs> Are you going to go through the whole schedule this week? Um, there was even there was okay here's a good one there was flex mo- <laughs> there was flex mobile boot camp. 
yeah. And it was like all day. It's like, okay. Oh, goodness. You guys got your money's worth. There's a whole day of your life you're not getting Building back. flex applications <laughs> for tablets. It's like they've got loads of flex sessions and then maybe there was no one in them. Maybe they were completely <laughs> empty and they were like, oh, yeah, do you know what? Let's go drink beer. Hey, there was a session <laughs> called The Death of Flash. That's weird. The Death of Flash. There was a session at Max called The Death of Flash. Who, who, uh, who, who's in charge of that one? The Grim, Grim Reaper, Reaper, it says. Um, <laughs> I was like, I didn't know Seb was there. What? It says, um, <laughs> Itai SEO. Who? Itai no. S- SEO. I don't know. But I mean, I think that, uh, like, I know listening to a lot of the community the last little while is that, like, I mean, even the angry but half decently rational ones. Yeah. They're, they, you know, that is a major thing for them is like, you know, I just went to Max and all this stuff was said and not even like this long after Max, which is supposed to be, you know, the direction that we're going through. And you gave us the roadmaps and all these things. And now, you know, like you said, the timing of all these things, like bang, 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 and then not, you know, not dealing with it maybe so awesomely. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it, I think it does compile, but I know for a lot of people, it's, it's a fact that it's not like six months or, you know, a year after, or sorry, like, you know, it's not like it's the summer and they're doing it. It's like yeah. right after max where I think a lot of people got very mixed messaging, which, which kind of, it makes it seem like it was almost quite a panicked decision, doesn't it? It doesn't feel like it was a measured decision. It feels like it's like a lot of stuff with Adobe. It's a reaction to something else. You know, because it was such a sudden decision, it seems like a very kind of almost panicky response. Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, I, I think that if I don't disagree with the decision personally, and yeah. I'm I'm not an expert in any one of those fields affected necessarily. So, you know, I am maybe not the best person to say that. I don't disagree with their decision. I think that what they're doing totally makes sense. And yeah. I think that if they go back to making some tools that are completely useful, um, that, you know, people are going to, uh, you know, gain a little bit of trust and, and will, you know, start using those tools again. But I mean, it's, you know, it's, I don't know, like I, they have so many IDEs and some people love them, some people hate them. And it's just kind of like, it, it, I don't know, their decision makes sense to me, to be yeah. honest. So I don't, uh, I don't well, disagree I mean, with it. Mm. Yeah, I agree with you. A Flash Builder is still going, right? But yeah. everyone hates yeah. Flash Builder. Yeah. So that's an yeah. interesting one. Yeah, it was. Um, I mean, if, you know, they could torpedo Flash Builder. No one would care at this point. Yeah. 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 I don't. I, I mean, most of the flex, I don't even think any of the flex devs would holler too loudly, but I could be wrong. <laughs> I, know, I mean, I never used it doing flex either. So I'm wondering, you know, some of their decisions seem to point towards a, a, a shift in strategy. Like, for example, you know, I'm John Coke lost his job in the community team, probably the nicest guy I've ever met. <laughs> yeah. And certainly an amazing spokesperson for Adobe. He was one of the few people at Adobe that could really make me understand the situation and kind of sympathize as well, you know, whereas yeah. most people would be all shouting and blustery. And I just think what an idiot. <laughs> but John yeah. was like really a really smart guy, very um, very genuine guy and, and a real asset. And anyway, I'm leathering on. He's a great guy. Um, but he lost his job and, and I, I'm getting sort of whisperings that the community team has either been, well, set at the very least, massively changed, if not gone, and uh, along with like Adobe Learning too. And I'm wondering if, um, if that mm. signals a change in attitude. You know, do you think maybe Adobe doesn't want a community of developers anymore? You know, if it's getting out of that runtime market, then why does it need developers? It doesn't really, does it? No, I mean, I kind of, yeah, I kind of see 
kind of agree with you um, a little bit. I mean, I, see, I I definitely see that change in what you're you're saying too about um, the community and the the devs. And I mean, it also kind of I think people kind of would agree with you too because it feels that way very much just by the way that everything's kind of been addressed and and all of a sudden all these announcements and you know it seems to affect. Um, what seems to be a very strong and, and loyal development community. So I would I would kind of agree. But I mean, you know, not to like sway the conversation or change it at all, but I don't know, like the idea of Photoshop running on a tablet to me. Yeah. Still still kind of like <laughs> like I shake my head, but I mean maybe I'm not the ideal person and, and if that's where they're going. And I know people are gonna start using tablets and all sorts of stuff and, and whatnot. Um but I, I don't know, man. Me photoshopping like Seb's head on a horse on on my tablet. I don't see it happening. <laughs> That's the future, Stacy. Is That's that what it, it is? <laughs> my head on a horse. No, I mean I don't necessarily have a problem with Adobe getting experimenting with creative software on tablets. What I and and of course I'm I'm with you. You know I think it's going to be a challenge, and it'll be interesting to see if you can actually create productive tools on those devices. But to me. I think they're doing it really, really wrong because they're doing it in air. <laughs> you know? I, I, I was about to go, how so? And then I knew it was coming. Yeah, you know. <laughs> is that, so, that's not true though, is it? Yes, Photoshop yeah. they're not, Touch. They're not making Photoshop Touch in air. They are. And that's no. why when they demoed it at Max. I, don't believe, I actually physically don't believe you. Fine. Check, no, I, check it out Google, if you want. Google. I'm, I'm on it now. Okay, go on, Sam. So, I mean, and that's why, you know, when they did their revolutionary 3D layer view, on the Galaxy tab or whatever it was at max, like, but it was certainly, you can be sure it was like a really fast tablet. And yet, like, 3D ran at like two frames a second. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and it's like, if you think that is ever going to be a good experience, then you don't know how to make software. And a company like Adobe having trouble making decent software, that to me is a massive problem in their future. And it's not just on this new touch stuff. I see that in their desktop products as well. You know, like I have a Mac and yet, and I have obviously Creative Suite. None of it feels like it belongs on my Mac. It all feels quite (laughs) alien. The scrolls, you know, you know, all the scroll gestures and stuff that's on my Mac. None of it works. And it's like, I moved from Premiere to Final Cut Express like last year. So I went from a full version of Premiere, like full professional version to like a lightweight Express cheap 100 quid version of Final Cut and they're almost identical those those two pieces of software <laughs> except Final Cut was designed to work on Macs and it just felt slicker you know all those panels in Creative Suite they don't work very well they're not smooth they're just there's always that little delay before things react and to me that's a problem you know because you want your software to feel responsive and like it's part of the OS that you're on yeah sorry I had a bit of a rant but I don't know. I just want I want Creative Suite to be better. I, I mean, to... why why would they build it in there? That even doesn't even make any sense. No, like, it what, doesn't. What would they gain from it? Eating their own dog food. I don't but know. That's, but that's no one eats their own dog food. Dog food's disgusting. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah, precisely. It's a stupid. Are they stuff. dogs? Are they dogs? No, they're humans. <laughs> they should drink their own champagne. Unfortunately, they don't have it. But... Stop now. But unfortunately, they don't laughing. make champagne. That's the point. They make yeah. dog food. But the thing is, you know, Photoshop is champagne, isn't it? It's the it number one 
Uh, it's the number one like is graphics it? editing program in the world. Yeah, right. of course. No, but I mean, like, is it their number? Uh, so I, I was asking this the other day, and I don't know if you guys know, but what is their top selling software? Like, what's the big the money makers must for Adobe? Must be Photoshop. Must be Photoshop by a, by a massive Because that's margin. what I said. I said Photoshop, and then someone else said like. There was always varying responses. Someone said Dreamweaver, which really, really surprised me. <laughs> and then um, there was something else that someone, Premiere or something, which I thought was a little oh bit goodness. weird. But no. like I got varying responses, so I don't know. I don't, what do you I guys think, think? I think a huge I think a huge chunk of it comes from all of Creative Suite together, and I don't know if you can really split that up. Yeah. Yeah. Because people buy it because they want everything. They want Dreamweaver and Photoshop, or they want Flash and Photoshop, or they want Premiere and Photoshop. But everyone wants Photoshop. That's the kind of universal thing. Even iOS developers have Photoshop. Everyone has Photoshop. Everyone does. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I just want it to be a bit better. I mean, after all, Seb, it is. Seb, Seb yeah. you want Photoshop to be better? Yeah, I do. What? How's your graphics editing program coming on? <laughs> oh, oh gazing. Yeah, because like one guy can make a much better graphic editing software than a massive multi-billion dollar <laughs> corporation who I'm has the saying, name for making graphical saying. editing software. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, but no, this is really interesting though, because what I was just saying about Oh, Seb, hold on. Can you can you just wait two minutes? I need to grab my power cable, otherwise my thing scratches. Okay, which we do. Dun 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 dun. That's what we'll do. What's that? I don't know. Oh, it's just a little song. Yeah, I like just it. Off... Yeah, it's kind of catchy, but I can't repeat it because I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good lord! Jesse's post was funny. I mean, I agree with most of it. I, I agree with. I'm gonna bring it up. It. There's this one line I just I loved. It was so funny. Oh, this is. It's not like we've been telling Adobe what we need in the enterprise space for years. Or wait, we have been, but they continue not to listen to its own community. Community. Ironically, when I saw the tweets that Adobe had announced they are exiting the enterprise space, I was shocked because I never considered them actively participating in it. <laughs> I was like, "Kazing." <laughs> And, and he's more, done loads of enterprise stuff, hasn't he, as well? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's actually someone who can probably talk about that a little bit more, you know what I mean? Because he's, yeah. that's what, I mean, he's consulting in that area right now. So that's what he, you know, that's what he does. But yeah. um, I did like the comment about the douchebags, though. The douchebag comment. Now, that was a, a, a reference to, oh, he said one of the product managers. Didn't you ever, he, you saw that, right? Bag, or called someone else a douchebag for trying a new platform. Didn't you hear about that? Yeah, I did. Was it Douchegate? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, you, did you laugh when I wrote that yesterday? Because I was giggling. I was like, oh, flash time to gate. bring out the Flashgate. <laughs> yeah, so it's officially Flashgate. <laughs> um, but yeah, that guy called all, he's like, all these thought leaders advocating other technologies outside of Flash just sound like douchebags. Yeah. And it's just all, like, oh, God. We all know who that was, don't we? Oh, yeah. I, I, so who, who said it? Adam mm. Lehman. Adam who? Adam Lehman. Lehman. I've He's, never heard of him. He is the Flex, or is it the Flash Builder product manager, or is it the... F- I, don't, I, I wouldn't say, I, would, I don't know which one, but... He's one something of those... to do with Flex, so I suspect mm. he's pretty... Flash, Flash Builder, maybe? Flash I don't know. Flash Builder, yeah, I think he's Flash Builder, but he's not handled social media very well. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, what was I saying before you left, Ian? Sorry, you were, we were talking about um, Photoshop. Yeah, I think um, I'm, I'm all ranted out now. I think I've, I've said it. Oh, yeah, I was just going to say that, you know, Adobe always find these extra things to add into their software every year. And they're totally scraping the barrel now, right, aren't they? <laughs> so you think? 
it's like occasionally you'll see something that's really cool, like scene carving or content aware fill that are never quite as good when you actually use them as they are in the demos. Um, but there's always these little things and often they'll just buy these bits of technology. But I think it's it's worse for Flash than it is for Photoshop. Yeah. It, like the probably... latest version of Photoshop, they added natural brushes. So if you use a Wacom like Amanda does, you've now got like proper brushes and stuff. It's more like Painter, right? I see. So that's good. So that's something like digital artists have wanted for ages, right? So that's mm-hmm. obviously a great feature that obviously the average designer doesn't even use or sure. think about. But yeah. But then sure. if you compare that to like the deco brush and like the bones tool and flash and stuff, there's no comparison, <laughs> right? It's like it's like there's, they haven't added anything useful to to flash since Flash Eight when they added sh- um, drop shadows and and glows and stuff. Like nothing. Yeah. And, and, and as far as I can tell, as far as I remember anyway, Flash 8 was like Macromedia, right? Yeah. So you can basically say Adobe haven't added anything useful <laughs> at all oh, to oh. Flash. No, because I've been using Flash since like Flash 4, right? And yeah. it's like I use that bit of software as it was designed to be used yeah. as an animation yeah. tool, right? Yeah. And, and there's been nothing for that audience, basically. Mm. It's all been for, for people like Jesse Freeman, no offense, who <laughs> yeah. ultimately they shouldn't have been, never have been going after. Yeah. So I think we were talking about what was Adobe's biggest money spinner. And, and I guess it's hard for people like us to know. And Stacey, you've heard a couple of different things. I mean, I've heard in the past that it's actually PDF is their biggest money earner. Really? Now, whether that's true or not, I've got no clue. But I, I think the rationale behind it was that all major corporations have to, or if they're trying to get become paperless, they have to adhere with certain levels of security and blah, 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 other kind of bureaucratic nonsense that only PDF can really provide. So apparently that's that's what I hear. You I know, whether that. that's true or not, I, I don't know. I, I do believe that just because if you ask like someone like my mom yeah. what Adobe is, she like, you know, Adobe is is PDFs. She doesn't right. know anything else, you know. Yeah. So Adobe's PDF and Photoshopping is a verb. <laughs> so you know what I mean. <laughs> so those must be their two big ones, just based on the way we use them in language. Yeah, I find I still find it utterly amusing that Adobe don't like us using Photoshop as a verb. I think it's like the best compliment you can Absolutely. possibly say. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's brand people for you, isn't it? Have you seen the page as well? Have you seen the the page? You guys talk while I find the page. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, what page is he referencing I know the one here? he's talking to. It's basically about how you shouldn't use Photoshop as a verb and stuff. thing is, oh, I believe I... it's written for people internal to Adobe to stop them breaking really? the branding. And yeah, I don't believe it's written for the general public, like, stop saying Photoshop. You think? I don't know, man. Like, I understand where they're coming from, but you, th- you think they would embrace it. No, it's not. It's for everyone. No, I don't think no, so. No, it is. It's for anyone who wants to use their trademarks. Yeah, exactly. That means people, authors of books and things like that. Right. Yeah, doesn't just mean people in the street. Oh, those people! Because that would be in that would be insanity. (laughs) Here we are. Look, here we are. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh, those people. Trademarks are not verbs. Incorrect. The image was photoshopped. Correct. The image was enhanced using Adobe Photoshop software. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Because that rolls right off the tongue. (laughs) Like, come on. (laughs) Right. So, trademarks um... must never be used as slang terms. Incorrect. My hobby is photoshopping. So does huh? it say the intended audience of this article? It says at the top, it says at the top, <laughs> you may use Adobe trademarks provided you adhere to the following guidelines. You being who though? Anyone. Mm, okay. 
I'm trying to think of all their software and like where this could possibly go <laughs> with <laughs> other ones. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I I don't. I think it's great that people say that. Mm, I think so too. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, we were talking about the community. They're not really needing a community anymore, from what I can gather. I mean, I don't. I think that's an exact. I think thing is said right. There's yeah. a danger of getting too caught up in this, which I think everyone's done. I think that's what oh, Jesse's yeah. done. Oh yeah. They're oh just, yeah. You just take it like that little bit too far. Mm-hmm. So like fifty percent too far, <laughs> where it's like you know you start yeah. extrapolating. With Flex is dead, then surely Flash games must be dead as well. Or do you know what I mean? It's just like uh-huh. it's just like well, well, what, why, why would one necessarily follow the other? The two things have got no, almost no relation to each other. Well, are there I trust mean, issues? I think there are trust issues, right? I think, yes. We It's hard to trust Adobe saying, we believe in Flash and we support it, blah, blah, blah. We'll be here for it forever yeah. when they do stuff like this. Because, you know, that that's that's definitely an issue. But mm. I mean, I mean, ultimately, the thing is, it's just like, don't bind your identity to a bit of software. Yeah, yeah know, thanks. Like, yeah. Sh- sh- you know, Stacey, you were the right thing to be the bitch who codes instead of like Flash bitch, right? Yeah, because exactly. Then you can move on or whatever <laughs> if you if you need to. And so, like Sean the Flex guy has just renamed himself to his real name, Sean Moore. Um, I was laughing because I thought about that today, and I was like, Jesse used to be the Flash bum, and then he changed it to Code bum, and I was like, he was really ahead of his time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, good on him. <laughs> well, you know, I very nearly changed my website to flashseb.com at some at one point, so. You know, <laughs> flash them. Yeah. Yeah. Glad that's I didn't ask- do that. <laughs> that's a whole other website altogether, right there. But you know, the, yeah. I guess it, as if to maybe kind of draw this uh, a very entertaining discussion to a close. I think the, <laughs> the main thing that I try to remember, and this is something that I said, do you remember in my future flash talk last year? I said uh, as advice to people who are very upset about uh, about Apple. Um, ditching Flash on iOS and Steve Jobs' thoughts on Flash, you know, and my advice then was, you know, Apple are not evil. They're a business. They make business decisions out of business reasons. You know, they won't necessarily react emotionally. They they decided not to do that. There's no point in being angry at them for that because it might well affect your future prospects if you're not familiar with technology that's really at the forefront and and some things that Jesse said in his post kind of reminded me of that. He said, you know, Adobe is just a company. They're not your friends and they don't care about you. You know, they don't. Yeah. He said they don't yeah. even care about their own employees. Um, and I thought it was particularly amusing that, you know, their press release after all of these job losses and, and other things, you know, they made it very clear that they'd now be meeting their financial goals for that quarter um, in a slightly smug way. So... You know, I think this is really important, isn't it, to to not become too emotionally attached to companies. Yeah, I mean, and I think for some of us, you know, I, I mean, it's not like I'm part of all sorts of other development communities. So I don't really necessarily know the friendships involved there and whatnot. And I know for me personally, um, you know, if it wasn't for this community, I wouldn't meet half the people I've met and I wouldn't have had the opportunities I've had. And I wouldn't have the friends I have. And I also wouldn't be sad that some of my friends lost their jobs because of this. Yeah. And so, you know, it's hard not to get emotional, but at the yeah. same time, it's kind of like, you know, if, if you put all your eggs in a single basket and that basket goes tumbling down, then, you know, there goes all your eggs. Like, that's just, I mean, 
that's just basic, you know, stuff that you grow up learning. And so people who've tied themselves to a company or technology like that and aren't ready to see it change, you know, it's it's honestly, it reminds me of the days of director when director was dying on its final legs yeah. for like five years, you know. And, and, and if, you, if you listen to other communities, Flash has been dead for years, right? Yeah. So, you know, it's 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 got legs and it's got time and it's just a matter of, you know, I think that what you're going to use it for is changing and that's just unfortunately um, wasn't communicated properly that's all yeah sure what do you think ian about about which thing specifically <laughs> did you did you tune out then for a minute um i did slightly so <laughs> i was half listening sorry so sum it up i think we're just we're just basically saying um you know um well i, I think it's kind of similar to how if you are in a job right and you kind of you're there every day you get to know everyone that's there you probably think that you're pretty good friends with the boss or whatever you know, but sure. when it comes down to it, if they're no longer making enough money to support your role, they're going to let sure. you go and they might feel bad about it. But that's yeah, the individuals might feel bad about it, but the organization yeah. itself needs to do that. I mean, I don't really think about Adobe at all, really, other no. than that. I'm, you know, I'm more likely to say things where I'm shouting at Flash than say <laughs> praise it, praising it and trying to suck up to them um, because I have to use it every day. Um <laughs> But which is, and I've never understood these guys who are all, you know, in with all the evangelists and care what everyone thinks and stuff. It's like, who cares? So like, I don't know. A couple of things have occurred to me, though, in a completely unrelated point. <laughs> One was I about the ditching of Flash Mobile. Yeah. I kind of think that Windows 8 has something to do with it as well. Do you? Yeah, okay. because you know that Metro was, was never going to support plugins. Yeah. So the Metro is like a kind of, a kind of i well it's a kind of windows phone view for for normal windows basically yeah a kind of you know like a touch screen view for tablets and things like that and yeah that was never going to support plugins so kind of at that point Adobe must have realized well we're never going to be on that either so that's two platforms we'll never be on yeah at which point it definitely becomes pointless right yeah i mean Sil- let's not forget as well that silverlight's been canned as well this week <laughs> yeah. you know after version five they're not going to make the plugin anymore so so is it and, and I think they, I mean they of... led they led people up the garden path with that thing for years and years. You know, there's so <laughs> many people who bless them, like Microsoft developers who like put all of their kind of eggs into that basket and it just never went anywhere. Yeah. Sucks to be them. Painful. But I mean do you think that the, the, the plug in itself is kind of a dated concept? The age of the plug in, yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. someone was yeah. saying to me, like, oh, Flash is on the way out, Unity three D must be the plug in thing. It's like, no, you don't get it, no plugins. Yeah. The plugins yeah. are on the way out because sure. you know, browsers <laughs> advertise themselves on T V now, so it's like it's a different world. Yeah. I guess the thing with Flash is it's like it's hard for me to stop using it because it does all the things that I want to do. Mm. So it's kind of none of this for me really makes much. I guess the the way it's really impacted me, this whole thing, is that I've always thought, okay, if everything goes wrong with my business, no one plays my games, everyone hates them, no one commissions any more Flash games, I could always just knock out like banner ads or something to pay the (laughs) bills, right? And it's like that's the thing where you start to think, Okay, maybe I won't. Maybe I won't have that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like maybe yeah. I won't be just be able to be rent a, a flash expert because no one will be wanting to rent a flash expert. Mm. Yeah. Yes, but I think you know it sort of comes back round to what we were maybe talking about at the beginning of this show, where you know where flash as an animation tool is still needed, 
And I think a lightweight vector animation format is still required, which brings me neatly to the fact that I met somebody the other night at the Full Frontal JavaScript conference at After Party called Nikolai Onken. Do you know that name? No. I, do you know what? I, he's the guy that invented that JavaScript flash player, isn't he? Yes. He made Gordon. And, um, and they're, they're basically going full steam ahead on Gordon right now. And he wanted to talk to me about how maybe I, as, an, you know, as a flash guy, might want to use that in JavaScript. So, well, you know, that could be quite interesting, wouldn't it? Like, imagine. How does it, what does it do with your action script, though? Well, I mean, I don't know because I haven't looked at it for a while. But when I looked at it last, it was basically loaded a Swift and rendered it in SVG, right? So in JavaScript, right? This yeah. is all JavaScript. And and what I said to him was, well, I just want my Flash stuff and I want to be able to render it. You know, like say I had a Swift with a single movie clip in that I could then put in my JavaScript game and I'd have this JavaScript movie clip object that I could play and stop and move sure. around. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I guess so. Yeah. I don't know. I thought SVG kind of did that. I don't really... Isn't that what Adobe Edge is for anyway, that kind of thing? Well, no, not really. (laughs) To me, Adobe Edge seems like a better approach than the other, like, Mangaloo or whatever it is that exports from Flash. What's the one that exports from Flash? Wallaby. Wallaby, yeah. Yeah, but that doesn't... But that doesn't... Because to me, Wallaby makes less sense. Like, the one that's the Adobe one, the Edge that just is like a, a, a fresh start yeah it makes java it makes jquery animations with divs yeah it's like that is at the end of the day what you want to do nine percent of the time right yeah but for us as game programmers we just want a little sprite movie animated on the timeline that we can move yeah. around and play and stop you know that, and that edge doesn't do that wallaby doesn't even really do it because wallaby just produces this horrible mess of css javascript and svg i think it's horrible mm. you know I just, then li- you just everyone just uses sprite sheets now don't they yeah that's the, yeah. but i don't want to use sprite sheets i want vectors i want a lightweight vector animation format but then it's probably it's, that's just not me. fast like that's not fast at all is it well, it should be fast enough with modern yeah, but only is Flash is the fast vector renderer. Like, Flash can <laughs> render vectors faster than it can render bitmaps. It's, like, insanely fast. Yeah. But, you know, so... <laughs> SVG is fast and Canvas is fast now as well. You know, it's Is all SVG fast. fast? I know Canvas is fast. It's getting faster. I need to do more benchmarks on it, to be honest. Anyways, <laughs> is there anything <laughs> else we can say before we close? Uh, don't forget Push Button Engine also closed oh, their doors. Yes. And Push Button Labs. Push- oh, yeah. They've gone their separate ways, I think. Yeah. So good luck to Ben. But um smart dude. Holy Yeah, very smart. I always felt that push button engine was really like a solution in search of a problem really, because I never met anyone who goes, Do you know what I want to make flash games? I want a really like complex C style framework where yeah. everything's yeah. stored in XML configuration files. Yeah. So yeah. I never 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 occurred to anyone that's not what anyone wanted, but super smart guy. It seems to me that it was just made to fit how Ben works. Sure, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what everyone does with their own yeah. libraries, but I, right? I think that's a mistake, you know, to come to a new technology and go, well, this isn't like the stuff I'm used to. I'm going to make this whole framework that makes it more like the stuff I'm used to. Sure. Yes, without with Without taking a moment to just go, why? okay, what's this platform good at? How does this work? And, you know, and really try and understand it first and then maybe bring some of the good parts of your experience from before. 
to, yeah. to, to into that platform. It's kind of the same. There was a talk about coffee script at Full Frontal, and it seemed to me that they were fixing a couple of problems with JavaScript that are real problems. Yeah, like um, you know, like uh, like inheritance, you know, objects oriented yeah. code and all that kind of thing. Error checking. Uh, yeah, yeah, a couple of little things. But instead of just like maybe adding those things to JavaScript or writing a couple of helper functions, they just ditched the whole of JavaScript. <laughs> They're like, I don't want these curly brackets. I don't want these semicolons. They're all going. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's like, it's kind of the same thing. Let's make it look like Python. Yeah. 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 And let's add a-, a whole compile step to javascript yeah. i mean like this isn't one of the good things about javascript you don't have to compile yeah anyway that's just what i think mm. I'd, ag- I'd agree with i that. agree you see a lot of that stuff happening right now mm. but then i think like there's one for there's google's got one for games right calls what's it called they've got a new game engine right yeah let's we should talk about this really what, um, well let's talk about it next time because are you really tired Seb? do you need to go to bed or something well we've been going for an hour and 20 so yeah but this is this is the epic this is the epic week <laughs> yeah, but, but aren't we talking about flash people are going to expect like a four-hour episode oh no we'll just have to not wait so long till the next one <laughs> um what's it called let's just cover it quickly oh okay go on then what is it called i can't remember yeah, it's a good start. Um, but basically, <laughs> you write in Java, you write in Java, it compiles down to Flash, HTML5, and um, native? No, I don't know, Android. it does some stuff, not doesn't native. it? What's it even called? I don't know. I'm putting um, Google Game Engine, it's not even coming up. Damn it. That's so annoying. Plan? Not plan. Java-based library allows you to write Java code once and cross-compile to HTML, Flash, and Java for Android and desktop? Play N, it's called. Play yeah, it's N. A- code.google.com slash p slash plan play play in yeah yes i've got it so it says that it, it, it compiles to desktop java html5 android flash number five more have you tried it ian i haven't had a chance yet i do want to check it out though because you know i mean the problem with this though is that you you check out something like this and then it doesn't go anywhere and you've wasted mm. your time that's why you should stick to the major platforms i mean it's always know, it's always fine to experiment negatively. isn't it it is, but then you can also be wasting your time massively. Yeah. And that's what I worry about um, Hacks as well, because it's like yeah. Hacks is amazing. You know, it targets every platform and it does everything you'd ever want. Yeah. But it's just like, it's got this really small developer base and you just wonder like, you know, that's not going to get you a job, is it? <laughs> Ultimately, right? No, probably not. And it's probably the same being a play-end developer. It's like, who wants a play-end developer? Like, <laughs> right? Yeah. Hmm. Like, who wants an Adobe Air developer? <laughs> I know a really good way to to um to close up this podcast. Okay. How about advice to flash programmers who are worried? Okay, cool. Got any advice, Stacy? Why do I have to go first? Just because you're our special guest and um and we never have guests, so we're all excited <laughs> about it. Oh. <laughs> um In fact, you know advice... it's a bit a bit sad, but you're the first female guest we've ever had. That's exciting. It is it's quite exciting, isn't it? Um, advice to Flash developers who are worried? Yeah. Or just in general, if like, they've just been doing their Flash job and then like all this is going on and they're like, whoa, what am I supposed to do about this? I I honestly just see it as anything that happens in your life, one door closes, another one opens. Mm -hmm. And that's the way I would see it. And I think that learning new skills and any technology, just concentrate on the idea and not on how you're going to, what software you're going to choose to execute it. and 
I think that you'll find yourself with new opportunities. And I don't think that, uh, I don't know, to say that Flash is completely dead is, is um, I think, completely misdirected and, yeah. you know, take that as you will. So I think that it's really easy to overreact about um, things when you're um, misinformed. Sure. Do you think that, I mean, I guess, oh, I'm not going to go there, because <laughs> I thought that, I think that was good advice. You got any advice, Ian? You're just going to carry on doing what you're doing, right? Yeah, I mean, what I would say is I kind of agree with Stacey. I'd say, like, be, I mean, it's a bit late now, really. You've left it kind of too late. But be a domain expert, so know about a particular type of end result rather than what you do it in. So if you're, like, a games guy, just know about game stuff Um, because the same, all the same principles apply in whatever platform you're on, pretty much. Um, It's the same thing if you make kind of wishy microsites and things, you know, it's just like... It's the same thing to make them in jQuery. You've just got to kind of remember, you know, what life was like about five, ten years ago and then just put your mind back there. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> I mean, you've been doing a lot of that, haven't you, Stacey, recently? I just I just did one that was basically, yeah, like a microsite that, you know, I mean, years ago we would have done Flash and now it's HTML5 and CSS and runs on every device and is completely responsive and all those things. So, yeah, I've been there. Enjoying it? It has its moments. I like JavaScript, I'm not going to lie. But um, CSS and layout, it's just you forget how easy Flash made it for you. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Very good advice. Yeah. It's it's interesting um, teaching CSS to my students where, you know, they've got no idea why it would be so hard to just put like a picture next to some text. Like, why would yeah. that be difficult, right? Why not? You can do it in Photoshop in two seconds. Why Why would it take you like two minutes of programming? Yeah. What do you tell them? Huh? What do I you tell, tell them, them CSS is horrible, but it's what you have to learn <laughs> if you want to do this job. But there's That's more to it than I go, that, though, isn't I say, it? I say HTML is horrible. CSS is horrible. They're all awful. JavaScript is awful, but they're what everyone uses. That's that's what that's what that's what the web is built on. So you have to learn it. Suck it up. But there's, I mean, yeah. there's more to it than that, though, isn't there? There's, it's, it's. It I want them horrible. to understand though, that they're not wrong. They're not wrong yeah. for thinking that this is yeah, wacky. But, but there is a, there is a reason why why it's like it is, and that is because it is essentially like a document layout. Well, it's not a layout format. It's a, a content format. And by its very nature, it needs to be rendered in different environments. The thing is, though, Seb, if you were writing it from scratch, right, you could write it 10 times better. You probably could, but I mean... You could. I mean, you could. There's no reason. There's no reason for a lot of the things that are in there. But then, you know, I like think... Why, you know, even even ideas like padding, spacing, what are they? Padding, margin and spacing. You don't... Oh, and border, sorry. It's like, there's no need for those. That's not... People don't really understand how to use them properly and... They're very, it's very confusing. Stacey, that's, I'm not wrong, am I? Oh, no. Like, I mean, the hardest, the hardest thing I had to do in this entire thing for me was understand CSS and the quirks between the browsers and why, why the box model is different between these. And, you know, like I'd never touched CSS before ever. So I'm probably the perfect candidate to speak about that. And it, it is, it's, it's completely confusing. And yet people have been doing it for years, know certain little things that once you learn it, you never forget it because it's the most painful thing ever, you know. And so it's like it's like waiting a frame and flash. It's like you learn a couple of little things that you're going to use to fix any problem, <laughs> you know. So it's it, yeah. no, it's true. It's, so I mean, it's, if you started it over from scratch, sure you'd do it better. But I think it's you know at least it is a technology that can be rendered differently depending on the target platform, right? And I think in a way that 
is why flashes didn't work on mobile. Um, I mean, I made flash sites like, say, five years ago that would resize within your browser and do the kind of things that responsive websites do. Yeah. 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 I would move content into one column when it used to be two and things like that. Yeah. yeah. So really, no. <laughs> yeah. The problem was no flash sites were made like that. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. You could do it, but no one did it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and And I think it's kind of at the heart of HTML a bit more, right? Because... Even what's what's the like the terminal window browser called? I've forgotten. But even like basic DOS prompt browsers should be able to see websites if they're done well, right? Yeah. Yeah. Why why would you want to? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean screen readers. Yeah, screen readers is important, that's for sure. That's definitely important. Yeah. Okay, Um, cool. Well, shall we wrap it up? Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks so much for joining us, Stacey. Thank you for having me. Thank it's, you. It's been our pleasure. Pleasure. I'm going to go eat supper now. Yeah. See, it's like oh, for us, it's like half. Seb, you never gave your advice though. Well, my <laughs> yeah. My advice would be to learn JavaScript, and it's funny I should mention that because I've got some <laughs> new courses coming up. Oh my god! Perfect. That segue was brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty smooth. It's slick, wasn't it? And not yeah. at all contrived or. Um, or predictable. No, I mean, yeah. in all the... Cynical or disgusting. Yes, it is disgusting. Um, I don't, you know, I guess it all depends on what you're interested in, yeah? But I, I just think if you're new to this 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 um, this industry, then you probably won't have seen this happen before, but I've learned loads of different things over the years. And I worked in director and I saw that disappear and I worked on Amigas and I saw those disappear. And that's fine, you know, that's kind of part of the fun of this of this job so when something new starts cropping up i would always just spend some time playing with that and familiarizing yourself with it you know just for fun right um because no matter whether it becomes something or whether it doesn't become something that whole experience is good for your brain and it's it's good for your programming in whichever platform you specialize in how's that cool oh and also don't get emotionally attached to any business (laughs) <laughs> yeah, or products, or whether products. it's adobe or apple or even if it's the company that you work for mm, very sage advice <laughs> yeah i mean the i guess like you were talking about what would you say to a flash developer who doesn't know what to do what what would you say to someone who's just starting out and doesn't know whether to use they should be using flash or javascript or like, where do you even start now i wouldn't even know where yeah. to start i mean i guess so, you have to try and understand what particular you know they're going to have to figure out whether they're more interested in doing mobile apps or websites or you know or 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 even just like art digital art installations or you know stuff like that i think they need to figure out which area they want to go in or database driven stuff or enterprise yeah because each one of those things i'd I'd give them different advice but i think pretty much universally i wouldn't suggest flash anymore yeah it's it's just really i find it's a really tricky one i'm really struggling with it because it's now that it's you know really becoming at the end of the day a games and video player platform right Mm -hmm. that's hard to recommend to people who are just general kind of multimedia i mean what even happens to like multimedia people and that whole idea it's like where you know what do they even do it's not you really... can't do multimedia in, in HTML5 because like the it's not there yet. The audio stuff doesn't work. Um, I just think now it's more about content than it is yeah. about but an experience. I don't think that's true, though. I do. I think the web is about that. I think the apps are about an experience, and I think the web is about, con- is about content. 
Right, but okay, so forget about the web, but just if you someone who likes things, you know, someone who's seen CSI, likes the interfaces <laughs> on it, right, wants to make those, what do you even use? What do you even start in? I, mean, I guess those sort of things are in museums and stuff, right? So you're going to have to start getting used to things like Open Frameworks Processing or even C-sharp. iOS. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, yeah C-sharp, whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, C-sharp if you're on the PC side. Yeah. 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 Basically, whatever. I mean, your stuff, whatever. I guess JavaScript is a good thing to learn at the moment because, you know, Windows apps are going to be JavaScript. How's that going to work? That's going to be strange. Yeah. I think that would be interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I always start wrapping it up and then Ian starts talking about stuff again. <laughs> That's because you were do doing a preemptive rap. As I, I, just, I just finished too early. That's oh, what so. it was. What? There's a whole section of our fan base who are going to love that kind of innuendo. Well, I thought, and, and they'll all be tuning in, especially because Stacey's on the show. Oh, please. Well, you're known for that type of humour. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, actually, I had a whole conversation with Mike Downey the other day, and none of it sounded right. <laughs> I was like, I think I'm on a roll because everything I've said is like two levels right now. It's awesome. <laughs> Anyways. Cool. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. Well, let's let's wrap it up. Yeah. Thanks again, Stacey. Thank you. Good to finally catch up with you, Ian. Yeah. Easy. Let's not leave it so long next time. No, we'll have fun soon. I've got loads of interviews as well of cool people. Yeah. Hey, do you know how many people I interviewed at Extended Play? How many? None at all. Because <laughs> I just forgot. Oh, that's a good thing I've got a few in the bag then, isn't it? Yeah. I was doing a game jam. I came third. <laughs> That makes me laugh. Yeah. I was I had a really great time doing a game show. So. <laughs> and I won a prize for it, so I'm not I'm no, I have no regrets. Yeah, don't wor- don't worry about the podcast, Ian. I'll I'll just hold it together. Just <laughs> clinging clinging on to it. Dear life. Like some ridiculous emotional attachment. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot guys. I'll thanks. see you next time. Thanks, Stacey. Right. Bye guys. Bye. Have a good night. Bye.